Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Howdy. It's 11.35 on a uh, lovely Tuesday. I've been told it's nice outside. I haven't ventured out in some time. How many nice days do you get in August, Wes? Three? Yeah, I was going to say four. Okay. Set down to Baton Rouge, see how the weather is down there. It sounds like drive time all of a sudden. Hey, Rick. Hey, Randy. How's the weather? Matt Moscona joining us on the Random Moving and Storage Online. Is it hotter than hell there, Matt, or is it all right? Doing all right? Uh, the weather guy was uh, Casey down here. KC. KC O'Connell, weather guy. Yeah. Traffic and weather. Yeah. Okay. Uh, RIP. Great guy. Oh, okay. He's passed. Good Irishman. God rest yeah. his soul. Um, uh, actually, his real last name was Hobgood. Uh, oh. Okay. That was a, a bygone era when people actually had, like, you know, radio TV uh, names. names. Yeah. Yep. yep. You got it. You got it. If my name was a little... Strange? Uh, Bakery? Yeah, it's it's yeah. just so efficient. Short. Leave me out of this. We're talking about my name, Wes. <laughs> You're so cool. You're six foot, four inch. But anyway. if it's like Acreolis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I was a Stephanopoulos, uh, yeah. my ass would have been changing my name. Sorry, George. <laughs> Just saying. I know you want to honor your family, but come on, dog. All right, we're not here to talk about that. We want to talk about uh, we want to talk about quitters and uh, you know challenges and things that can't be overcome. Um, said weird, really weird. But Matt, we're living in a weird era, right? With the NIL, you know, kind of deal, and the, the guys transferring or quitting because they don't get their way, and you get both wrapped up in one cute story, at least from our perspective, with the Brendan situation at quarterback. Yeah, I, I'm going to completely push back on that, guys. Uh, and I, I understand why that's the um, – I do completely understand outside in why that's the perception. Um, that's just not who Miles Brennan is. Um, the reality about Miles is he's um, – that dude has persevered through an awful lot. He has gone through now three head coaches, I believe five or six offensive coordinators – um, he's now engaged. Uh, he has gone through two season-ending injuries. And what people here and outside probably don't know about him is Miles doesn't lo- love football. And that it's not his hmm. first love. Um, it's, you know, when I, I say often, like when Joe Burrow was in the film room, Miles Brennan was in the deer stand. He loves to hunt and fish, and he's got a ton of other interests and passions in life. And that moment comes for everybody in sports. Like, for – this isn't the glory days thing, guys, but, like, I had some very, very small football opportunities in college, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go have a college experience, so my I didn't go play. For Miles Brennan, it's this opportunity where if he wanted to, could maybe go seek an opportunity to play at a smaller school, but – he doesn't want to go play in the FCS. He's content to start his life with his soon-to-be wife and and move on with what's next in life, and that's that's okay. Like I, but I, but would he be doing this if he had earned the starting job? Is he physically capable? I mean, is he is he healthy? But he's but he's not. That's that's the point. Is he's in the timeline is something that I think sometimes gets gets people off a little. He. Miles entered the transfer portal in November. Less, Ed O'Shawn had already been fired, but they had not yet hired Brian Kelly. So Miles leaves because Max Johnson is the incumbent. 
and he's going to have one more year to play, which we see in college football. You're going to go somewhere to get on the field to play. Mm-hmm. And Brian Kelly gets hired, then Max Johnson leaves, goes to A&M. LSU has one scholarship quarterback, one. It's, it's Garrett Nussmeyer, who had played extensively in one football game against Arkansas, incidentally, as you all remember, and he mm-hmm. was terrible. <laughs> so the opportunity for Miles, where he didn't have really a lot of Power 5 opportunities, as I understand, the only interest he really had was from Nebraska, and that wasn't even like, hey, come start for us. It was, hey, you can come and try to compete. It was Brian Kelly saying, look, wherever you go, you compete for a job. Why don't you come here and compete with Nussmeyer and try to win it? So he did come back, and then subsequently, Jay Daniels jumped into the portal, reached out to LSU. LSU had an opportunity to add a quarterback that's got 30 starts under his belt and does a lot of things really well, so they brought him in. And it's just very clear that Brian Kelly, Mike Denbrock, want something different out of their quarterback than what Miles Brennan does. They want a quarterback that is mobile, that can extend plays with their feet, that they can design runs for. I mean, it's just very evident that's what they want, and that's not Miles Brennan. So his option is he can sit on the bench as the third-string quarterback for a sixth year, or he can go play football somewhere else, which he doesn't want to do. Or he can start his life, and he's going to go start his life, and I, I don't blame him for that. Okay, you talked me into it. I, the other caveat to the story, Wes told me, which doesn't make it true, that he's got a number of NIL deals, <laughs> and he's going to continue to take that money as part of the agreement. Um, Is that true? I am. So I am a board member for a crypto uh, called GameCoin, which we did an NIL deal with tons of LSU athletes, one of them being Miles Brennan. And that was an upfront payment last football season. Um, Miles had contracted with a Baton Rouge NIL company called Matchpoint, which pairs businesses and athletes. And last year, when it looked like he was going to be the starting quarterback, Miles got an NIL went live in July, right before the start of fall camps. This was before injury. He was going to be the starter. And he did deals with walk-on, Smoothie King, and small sliders and a lot of you know, places like that. Um, and a lot of them got a great return on it because so he got he, the message. That, all right. He, and he, yeah. <laughs> every, Sorry. I bought, I bought the, I mean, I bought the little, uh, we got a touch screen here. I have no idea why we did that. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I guess my, my point is if, if you're a business, I mean, guys, you and I work in the same industry, you understand the value of, of advertising and delivering for a client. I mean, the, the walk-ons video that miles Brennan did a year ago, just kind of got new life again yesterday. So I don't think any of those businesses, certainly the one that I can specifically speak to, regret at all doing a deal with Miles Brennan. He represented himself and the businesses he endorsed and LSU very well, very admirably. I don't know if there's anything that's been around as long as Bitcoin has that I still don't understand at all. So maybe we can have a talk <laughs> off the air about that. I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Wes. Go ahead. So who's going to be the quarterback? Uh, so, Wes, I've, I mean, I have said all along that I think it's Jaden Daniels. Um, and, and to be very clear, like I've gone out to practice, Daniels and Nussmeyer are both repping with the ones you ask people internally. Some will say it's Jaden. Some will say it's Nuss. I don't know that. I don't believe it's fully decided. They will have a full scale scrimmage in Tiger stadium tomorrow. And the media is actually invited to watch the whole scrimmage, which is bonkers. Cause that hasn't happened here in like a quarter century since Jerry DiNardo was the coach. Um, so it's a little mind blowing. So I think we'll have a much better sense after tomorrow. But if you just look at all these sort of circumstantial criteria, I mean, look at the fact that the staff brought Jaden Daniels in when the other guys were already here. Uh, Jaden Daniels has started 30 games. Nope, Nussmeyer has not started a game. 
Walker Howard's a freshman. Um, they want a quarterback that is a has a dynamic running skill set, which Jaden Daniels does. Right? There, all of these things sort of map and point to him being the guy. Now, I'm not saying that with a tremendous amount of confidence, but and and I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if they both play against Florida State and for those first three weeks, because after Florida State they play Southern and New Mexico State. But by week four, they play Mississippi State. They've got to be settled because October is going to be a bear. Um, so I think I think Jaden Daniels will take the first snap. If he's good enough to keep the job, I think that remains to be seen. What kind of offensive line do they have? Do they need a quarterback that's mobile and can move around? It is literally the biggest question mark on the team. Guys, there, there are zero returning starters on the offensive line. It's so, it's so bizarre. They, last year, they returned four starters, guys who had played a ton of football, but the conversation, but they were very bad in 2020. And so the conversation was, well, just because you return everybody from a unit that was bad, I mean, you're better. And the answer was, no, they were not very good last year. So now all those guys are gone, and they have 10 offensive linemen on this roster that have started at some point, either here or transfers that have started elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so you can look at that one of two ways. You can say, well, you got a lot of guys that have played football, which is true. But you can also look at it and say, well, you have a lot of guys that have played football and none of them have solidified a starting spot, which is concerning. So it is the greatest unknown. They're going to start a true freshman at left tackle, Will Campbell, he's five-star. And, I mean, guys, it, he looks like they're supposed to look. I mean, he is going to be a Sunday player undeniably, but he's a true freshman. Um, Garrett Dellinger, who played a lot last year as a freshman, is playing center for the first time in his life. Uh, they got two transfers starting at the guard spots. Um, they got. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. All five of the guys that are projected starters, I think, are Sunday players. Like, I think they will all play in the NFL. They just have never played together, and a lot of them are playing in positions for the first time ever. And so that is, for a unit that has it's five that has to act as one, is very, very, very concerning. Well, Eli Gold there with a very, 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 I like that. And you also just described Arkansas's basketball team, so that's kind of cool too, Matt. Uh, Appreciate Matt Moscona coming on on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. So listen, earlier today, and maybe it's my bias because my family's Italian and Catholic and they grew up rooting for Notre Dame, so I have a lot of respect for Brian Kelly, and obviously the proof's in the pudding. He's done a nice job or did a nice job there. I guess maybe I'm a little more optimistic about LSU's chances of being competitive than a lot of people are. What's the best-case scenario in your mind for this team with what they have from a roster standpoint? So I think, so I think best case, I think the ceiling is a little lower than LSU fans are hoping, but I think the floor is higher than some of the the people who are down on this team. I I think their ceiling is nine. I think everything goes well. You have too many questions against a really tough schedule. I mean, the four road games in conference are Auburn, Florida, Arkansas, A and M. Then you get Bama at home. Tennessee rotates on. It's a brutal schedule. I mean, you all know that. I mean, Arkansas has got a, a brutal slate as well this year. They're, Arkansas is probably a team that's going to be better than what their final record is because of that schedule. LSU is a team that I think their ceiling is probably nine, but I think their floor is seven. Oh, my. Like they've they've, they've got – I'm going to go to got, Oakland and bet some cash on this, though. Guys, they've got still so much – it's still LSU. They've got so much talent on this team, and the biggest difference – is you have a competent coach. Y'all, mm-hmm. Ed Ogeron didn't know where the front door was, man. It's just, like, it's stunning when you look at last year's team. Guys, do you realize LSU had 10 players drafted a year ago off of last year's team? Mm. 10. 
the only school in college football that had more players drafted was Georgia. All I know is that Texas didn't have any, man. That's all I cared about. (laughs) Dude, but when you have 10 players drafted and you go 6-6, and that's coaching. Like, Hmm. you got talent. I mean, Brian Kelly has come in, and he is – He's won everywhere he's been. I know people say it, but it's but it's true. He's it's very it's very clear after watching Les Miles and Ed Ogeron for 15 years, and now looking at at Brian Kelly, you're going, oh, that's different. It's it's structured, it's organized, it's intentional. Uh, he has he has uprooted all of the mess and started to rebuild a a working culture in that building, and it's it's it is very very obvious. And I think they will be better than than most probably think. I just don't think against that schedule with the question marks they have, they're, they're going to be any type of contender. I mean, I, you know, I think a ceiling for this team is nine wins. Michael Jordan, the great Michael Jordan once said, the ceiling is the roof. and The ceiling is the roof. I think the nine is really optimistic, but I think the seven is more optimistic. Are you sure that that's your floor? Uh, I, I can – all right, and this is how I'll put it together for you. They're going to win their first four games. They're going to beat Florida State and New Orleans. They're a better team than Florida State, and that's a de facto home game. Michael Norvell may not get back to Tallahassee if that happens. That would be a really bad loss for a guy that's been there a little bit. There are LSU's favorite in the game. LSU's going to win that game. They're going to beat Southern and New Mexico State, and then they're home against Mississippi State. LSU's going to start 4-0. Okay. They'll start 4-0. I'll listen to that. And I think this this is the best case how it could go after that. Their next four games, they're on the road against – Auburn, they're home against Tennessee, they're at Florida, and home against Ole Miss. I think you need to split those. If you do, if that'd you be can, great. You or all split four. those games. If, if you, you, you could, yeah. but if you, I think you can win at home against Tennessee, and I think you can, <sighs> I think you can take one of the road games. I think you can win at um, Auburn for sure. I, it's still at Auburn, and it's still at Florida, and there's a lot of people here that want to take a, a, a marker – to the schedule post from Scribble a W and say those teams are terrible and you're going to win. I'm like, look mm. uh, I mean, you got your own issues. But I think they <laughs> split those two. You're at six and two at that point. Going into the final four games, you're going to beat UAB at home. That puts you at seven. You're going to lose to Bama, and then you got at Arkansas at A&M. Can you split those? If you split those, you get to eight. You know, I mean, I think I think the floor is seven for this team. That's a really well made point. I can't even argue. <laughs> Good. There are a lot of toss-up games in there. It's just like a lot of SEC schools, and we've talked about that with Arkansas. Yep. There are a lot of toss-up games. I mean, I, I go back to your Mississippi State game. The last time Mississippi State played in Baton Rouge, I mean, that was the, the debut of Leach, right? And just threw it all well, over the was, place. That was Bo Pelini's defense where he ran man the entire game and watched K.J. Costello throw for 600 yards. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we all watched it. Yeah, we all <laughs> and we, and we loved it. <laughs> It's a, it's a different world. I mean, it's, no, it's, it is, but it's a different world. Mississippi State too. I mean, this is the third year for Leach, and I think they have a pretty good. I think they're one of the underrated teams in the SEC. I, I don't agree. The one I'll give you is Ole Miss because if you look at Ole Miss's schedule, Ole Miss is the anti-Arkansas. They are they are a well-coached team that has a schedule. Look at their first eight games. There's a legitimate chance Ole Miss starts eight and hmm. Just look at the schedule. I mean, and, and on the flip side of it, KJ Jefferson's a really good player. Arkansas obviously is riding a ton of momentum after last season. But look, but you, I mean, you all know the schedule. Like, it's brutal. So, I mean, you could be staring at an eight and four season for Arkansas when they're probably better than that record. You know, you drop them in the Big Twelve, maybe they're a ten win team. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's that's why schedule matters so much. I don't know. Wes was telling me that Arkansas is going to win ten, but the schedule. I, did, I didn't say that. Oh, that was Wally Hall. Sorry, you think nine? Nine. nine. I, okay, I got nine. Matt, we got to run, but this has been very enlightening, and I appreciate that. And I'm glad you uh, gave us a little more insight on the Brennan store. That's that makes a lot more sense. So we won't beat him up uh, anymore and leave him alone. And now we'll just root <laughs> against the guy who wins the job. So. All right, Jeez. guys. We'll see you. All right, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it.